0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a uh, very special edition of the Throwdown Thursday podcast, uh, episode 161. Uh, just want to remind you that we are part of the Dorkening Network. So, I'm a little thrown out today. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird day today. Plus, the sound keeps going in and out of my headphones. I can't quite hear everything that's going on. So now it's. I don't
1: know. Did you, did you try turning them up?
0: Oh, uh, I turned them up, like. It's. I think it's one of these cables. I don't know which one. But uh, my name is Patrick Rahel, but you can call me Patsy the Ingrunner. In oh, there we go. I got it. And uh, joining me, as always, is my co-host on the show and my co-host in life. She is the real housewife of Transylvania, the mistress of Merlot, the Michael Phelps of wine, and the queen of the monsters, ladies and gentlemen, Ashes Run Nightmare.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, It's a crazy day because uh, this is the last time we are going to be recording with uh, our producer and our friend, the man with the velvet voice. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Wolfenstein.
2: Well, I I will be there in spirit with you guys. I'll I'll give you a a little um, voodoo doll that you can... um Pin, you know, every now and then.
0: (laughs) No, if I had a voodoo doll of you, Wolfie, I'd like, you know, give it a back rub every now and then. (laughs) I'd appreciate that. (laughs) Like, oh man, I don't know what's going on, but my shoulders feel great. It'd be
2: weird if I was like working out, though, and I'm like all relaxed and like trying to lift. I don't know if that would work. I'd probably just let me know.
0: Yeah. Let's schedule
2: this out, okay? I got the voodoo doll. I'm just letting you know,
0: you know, while you're, you know, stressful day at work or whatever. So. For those of you who don't know, this is the last time we are recording in Castle Wolfenstein. We are actually going to be moving on to uh, our studio that we're... It's slowly coming along and, uh, in Magenta Manor, and uh, Powerful Brandon has nicknamed it the Pat Cave. It's uh, formerly just my room where yes. Ashes would send me when she wanted me to go away, but now uh, it's going to be the studio. So we we got some equipment, we got some uh, some things and some stuff, and...
1: It's really it's it's sad, but it's also exciting. yeah, like, like it's it's kind of cool to kind of branch out and you know do some more exciting things on this little podcast adventure that we're on. But it is sad to leave Castle Wolfenstein,
0: yeah. and you know it's also gonna be sad, uh, you know not having Wolfie around.
1: It's true. You can still listen to him every Wednesday <laughs> if you tune in to Trick or <laughs> Treat yeah. Radio. Well,
2: the funny thing is it'll be every Thursday once I move. We're moving to Thursdays. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Hey, I, I hear Thursday's the thing. <laughs> <I> <laughs> mean,
2: apparently, yeah.
0: It is, and it is a good day for all podcasts. The, all
1: the cool shows come out on Thursday. We'll,
2: we'll still be releasing on Friday on, on podcasts, but the live show will be moved from Wednesday to Thursday. Well,
0: you'd have to change your promo to Death Taxes and Trick or Treat Radio every Whenever morning, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? Wait, who wants to do that? And you're going to me. have to ra- have
0: Raven Shadow like memorize lines and change up the thing. I don't think he even knows he's saying it anymore. I think it's just by rote at this point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you're right.
0: So, Wolfie, because uh, this is all about you. No, come on. Uh, no, no, we we wanted this this episode. Uh, we wanted to pay tribute to you because, you know without you this never would have even gotten off the ground
1: we wanted to do something for you but we know that you are in the middle of packing and getting ready <laughs> yes. to move out of state so we were like you know what he doesn't need one more thing to pack so we decided that we would dedicate this episode to you
2: well that's that's too kind and you guys definitely didn't have to do that but i appreciate it
0: well i want to i want to kick things off i uh, i wrote a little poem oh <laughs> I wrote a little poem for Wolfie. And it,
1: it should we
2: put some distance between us, Patrick? Should we wait till the second half? Am I going to want to throw something at you? Do you want to wait
0: till the second half? Oh, you can do
2: whatever. Be- I don't know.
1: Because we were hoping that you would indulge us in a little getting into character.
2: Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, we got some getting into character questions Oh, for
2: boy. You. These is those random questions oh I hear
1: about yes. all the time. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: so, do you want to go first?
1: I will definitely go right. first. So, I know you're big into music. What band is on your bucket list? Like what band haven't you seen live that you would just love to see at some point?
2: So I assume this is a band that's that is possible for me to see, like that they're still around and playing. Correct. Hmm. It's a tough one. I've been to a lot of concerts. Uh I actually just checked off a band off my uh bucket list last week. Um uh T-Dog, I don't know, people know on this show, everyone knows they're on Trick or Treat Radio's T-Dog. My girlfriend, uh, we went to go see Sanctuary, who is a band that was around from like 1987 to 1991 or two. And then broke up and then got back together a few years ago. Unfortunately, the singer passed, but they have someone who's filling in who's like really, really amazing. Um, and now they're touring, so we got a chance to go see them who bands man this is tough because i've i literally have seen most of the bands that i i love um i I, I, all right i'll go i'll go with this this is kind of maybe cheating but i would love to see vi not steve vi but the band that he put together in the early 90s and it had oh man i'm gonna forget everyone's name but the the big one is Devin Townsend on vocals, who is, is one of my favorite uh, musicians. Uh, he was like 19 years old at the time, and he's since gone on to have a pretty amazing uh, musical career that I've been following. But he was the singer as a 19-year-old for Steve I's band, and T.M. Stevens was on drums, and, um, man, I'm forgetting the drummer's name. Uh, he was in uh, Missing Persons, though. Um, anyways, it was... Uh, so they put out one album and did a tour, and you know, obviously, I didn't get, to get a chance to see it. So I would say that I would I want to go see Vi. They did a, an album called Sex and Religion. I want to see them perform that. Very cool. So my question
0: is, uh, you know, since we've known you, or since I've known you, especially because I've known you for uh, many, many years, even prior yep. to prior to the, uh, us doing this show. Yeah. Uh, your uh, your snacking habits have have changed
3: yes
0: (laughs) so when uh when you're hungry now when you're looking for just a quick snack you know just a little little bite to eat uh you know and i know you're 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 you know very much into you know going to the gym and, and being fit and in shape and everything so but my question is when you're feeling maybe a bit naughty what do you reach for
2: so this, I'm I'm going to go a little deep on this one. And, and I'm going to say that I one of the things that I had to do when trying to change the way I think about food and working out and all that stuff is to kind of like rewire my brain because I, I used to think of food as like comfort as like kind of an escape. Like, oh, I had a bad day. I'm going to e- eat like three pizzas, you know? And so I've been trying to kind of rewire my brain. And in doing so, I don't think of food the same way I used to. So for me now, like if I want if I want like a a, a treat or something like that, like it's kind of like peanut butter. <laughs> like <laughs> I know like it's it's kind of uh kind of weird, but like I don't I don't do candy because most of it's not vegan or at least not the like the chocolate bars you can buy and stuff like that. Right. So I guess for me that if I was going to do something like that and it was a day that I didn't really care about what I ate or if I'm out and like I can't find a restaurant that I would eat at. I would probably grab like like a an iced tea. I like these Bai iced teas, B A I. I know it's kinda weird. <laughs> um, I'd grab one of those, I'd grab a bag of jalapeno uh, potato chips, and probably some Oreos.
0: Nice. Oreos, Flavor doesn't really matter. For for folks who aren't aware, Oreos are vegan.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of people that try to Poo-poo that, but because they're made in a facility that you know may come in contact with dairy, or at least made in a facility that that also produces uh, dairy and stuff. Uh, but but yeah, all the ingredients there's crap in them. They're like I mean, the they're sugar—they're not great for you. No, they're
0: they're not healthy. Although that's what I try to pitch.
1: <laughs> He's like I'm eating Oreos. They're vegan. I'm they're healthy.
3: Well,
2: vegan pack does of not Oreos. equal healthy <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and and, uh, and just for more than a snack, I, I, I will call out uh, my favorite restaurant is Veggie Galaxy. You guys know I post about it all the time. Um, we're gonna make one more one more trip there before we before we leave, but all their food is is so incredible.
1: So kind of piggybacking off of that because we love to talk about food on this podcast. I want to know what is the best vegan thing you've ever eaten so far?
2: So, I guess that goes on to the same... Probably, like, it's kind of like an extension of that last question. And it would be definitely something for Veggie Galaxy. It's hard to pick, honestly. Like, like everything they do is just fucking amazing. I'll go with the most recent one. Uh, and they had... Uh, their special was... Um, it was, uh, like, a... And when I say chicken, it's obviously not real chicken. I'm doing the, the finger Chick quotes here. Chick apostrophe N. Yeah. It's, uh, they had a chicken parmesan with, like, an American chopped suey and... Uh, garlic bread and it was such you know such a basic thing but i haven't ha- i used to eat chicken parm all the time when i was a kid and that's something i haven't really had since i've been vegan and uh, they and it was a special they had this past week and it was really fucking amazing so i'll just say that cuz it's fresh in my mind
0: okay so uh as as many folks know you are a big fan of the green lantern core mm-hmm if you had a Green Lantern ring and were limited only by your imagination, what is the first thing you would create with your Lantern ring?
2: Well, I'd have to go old school. Fucking uh, boxing glove. Nice. Because <laughs> uh, I was actually... It's funny. I was looking through a bunch of my comics uh, just yesterday, actually, trying to... I'm i am getting rid of a lot of them. <gasps> so, yeah, like, like thousands of them. and um, I'm just keeping my favorite three series. Uh, is there going to be a question that comes up that might reveal that, or should I just say what it is? Oh, you can say what it is. So my favorite comic book series of all time, there's three of them, uh, Preacher. Oh, good one. And which obviously is just, it just, it's just an incredible series. Um, Starman from James Robinson, which ran from like the mid-90s to like early 2000s. It was like an, I think it was an eighty issue run, something around there. I don't remember exactly, but it was a D, regular DC comics. But it was so fucking good. I would recommend if anyone has not re- read that and they love uh, their superheroes a little bit, a little bit more, sort of grounded and, and quirky. Like he he loves going out like into like old antique shops and just like looking for old shit. And so it was sort of like superhero. Like maybe three, 33% superhero, like 66% like real dude. It um, was really awesome. And then the other one's Trans Transmetropolitan, which uh, also began on Helix, which was a sci-fi imprint of DC. And then uh, after the first year, moved to Vertigo and was written uh, by Warren Ellis. And it's fucking amazing. So those and like a handful of others. I found I had Affinity um, War, like issue one, which... I'm sure probably goes for more now than it than it, than it did a few years ago and also the Justice League from uh Keith Giffen and J.M. DeMatteus from like the mid 80s I believe it was the Boohaha J- JLA <laughs> so I kept those uh I think the first 12 issues or so. Uh th- and that wasn't the question, but there you go.
0: Yeah, but that piggybacked nice on yep. the question. So, I guess for a final question like just off the top of my head cuz usually we do two like one of us does two the other one does three but we didn't we only did two each so let's just come up with a random one um what is the number one thing you know not work related but the number one thing you're looking forward to in your new home <laughs>
2: space <laughs> okay, is, it, is it is it
0: having the extra extra bathroom
2: uh, well it's it's the space and uh, I will have once a, so if anyone had has been following my podcasting exploits I you know I originally started out in my apartment and then I moved to another another apartment where I built started to build a studio and I had you know, was able to have um, the guys on Trick or Treat Radio there. We did this. That's where you were, Patsy, when yep. you first podcast. You came to my apartment, and then we moved into the studio. And now I'm sort of going back to the apartment studio. I'll have my own room for it. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to the commute of just walking into the <laughs> next room <laughs> instead of driving 20 minutes each way. Which, I mean, I don't mind the drive, but you know, it's, that's 40 minutes out of my day so you know uh, that I won't get back so that will be nice the space will be nice and also I don't know like I've never it's my first well it's my first time living out of New England I guess I'll say I've lived in Rhode Island and New Hampshire but you know both of them were literally less than three miles across the Massachusetts border so this will be the first time like going further away and uh, you know we've been researching a lot about uh, Maryland and Baltimore and you know, obviously, there's a lot of Edgar Allan Poe stuff down there, yep. so that's exciting. And we also found out that that was where the Ouija board was created, not not the spirit board. Those have been around for a long time, but the brand known as Ouija was created in Baltimore. Interesting. And uh, apparently, you know, there's a I think there's a museum there about that. So there's you know, it seems like there's a lot of cool stuff there. It's not just you know the stuff you see on the wire.
0: <laughs> We're not
2: going to wear bulletproof vests.
0: Well, that's that's good.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a lot of culture and stuff stuff there too. Yeah. You know, with yeah. the Smithsonian, and if you go to DC, I believe it's in April, they have the cherry blossom festival when all of the cherry mm. blossoms and stuff are, are opening up, and it's absolutely gorgeous.
0: That's on our list of things to get to. I, I, yeah, I, I, we've been talking about it for like ten years.
1: Yeah, one no, of my one awesome. of my favorite pictures of my dad and I. I'm I'm super little. I think I was like maybe four. Um, I have like pigtails and a new kids on the block shirt yeah, on. Um, but it's in front of the the cherry blossoms oh. and stuff. Yeah. So and 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 they just they blossom and they just go all over the place. So it almost looks like snow. Like it's it has yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah. All like the cherry blossoms and stuff. Like oh. it's it's absolutely gorgeous. So. And
2: I yeah, and I love that. You know, I've seen like a lot of uh, martial arts films. I think Hero was was one of them where they had the chel- cherry blossom trees like falling as there's a fight going on. So it it definitely creates a, a really interesting visual and yeah that sounds really cool so i'd love to definitely have to check that out
0: yeah um i don't know so do you want to do you want to take a break
1: yeah i think we should take a quick break and when we when we come back we've got some stuff we do have some
0: stuff we have some, some stuff things. and some things and some things with stuff on them
2: and uh, i forgot to put no man back on the 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 break because we took it off last week so i'm just adding it right now uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> And we
0: can go to break. Alright. So we'll be uh we'll be back momentarily. Let me pop
2: it in here. See this is a little behind the scenes right here. Yeah,
0: I'm like seeing how you do okay. stuff. All right. Now I'm ready. Alright.
2: So we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I am Dominic Pace, star of Sci-Fi Channel's Megalodon, and you are listening to
1: Throwdown Thursday's podcast.
7: Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say... Once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at GetDeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's
3: scary.
0: And we are back. So, how do you want to do this? This is Because this is a... An, uh,
1: I don't want to do it.
0: I know. But we have to. So, we have to figure out how... Do you want me to do my, my poem and then go why into... Why yeah, why don't you
1: start right. it off with your poem and then we'll go into everything else.
0: I'm actually fairly proud of this. So, Wolfie, I, I hope you enjoy this. I hope <clears> so, too. <laughs> this is uh, Ode to Wolfie. Oh, man. If all of the fishes got to make wishes, they'd be as bootylicious as Wolfie. This is our tribute to Johnny Wolfenstein. He's been here from the beginning with his velvet voice, but he runs all the equipment, so there's really no choice. But now that he's leaving, my heart's fit to burst, because although he's our producer, he is our friend first.
2: Thank you. That's very sweet.
0: You're very welcome. I got a little, little, (laughs) the right in it. (laughs) Must be be the
1: vapors. A little dusty. Someone cutting
2: onions in here. What's going on? Is it raining in the studio? But yeah,
0: so I wanted to come up with something that sort of conveyed, you know, know, we're going to miss you. You know, we, we, uh, you know, again, we couldn't have done this without you. We wouldn't be where we are, you know. So we really appreciate everything you've done for us.
2: Uh, of course, and and it's it's been my pleasure to work with you guys. You guys, uh, let's see. Well, uh, aside, I, I the baseball one's hard hard to figure out because we do seasons <laughs> and we haven't been doing it so much this season. But uh, so I don't know. But you guys may be the longest running show aside from Trick or Treat Radio because I like the others definitely didn't make it this far. So. You guys have uh, got you just had three years under your belt, so yep. mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's uh, as you guys probably know now that you're you know in you know in the podcast sphere, a lot of shows don't even make it past episode ten. Actually, I think it's like most shows don't even make it past the tenth episode.
0: Yeah, people uh, you know fight with their their uh, their co-hosts or they <laughs> people want to take it into a different direction or yeah. things just.
2: Call it pod fading. It's kind of like uh like Michael J. Fox's picture in uh Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> Everyone just disappears.
0: Or like the picture of Dorian Gray. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's you know, I think that um you know, and you guys are still going strong. Like there's there's nothing nothing that can stand in your way now, especially well <laughs> I can't stand your way anymore, but um no, I was gonna say that um you guys won an award. You know, like all systems go for you guys. You guys are on a network now. So I feel like um, I feel like you guys are all grown up now.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've got, you know, again, you know, and uh, for those of you who haven't seen the video, when we won our award, the first thing I did was thank Wolfie because, you know, we won for best interview for Megalodon. And the only way we were able to do that is because Wolfie had, you know, did his Skype magic and was able to get everything <laughs> all together because i don't know how to do that i'm still learning i'm learning on the fly i did make a montage last night an audio montage but i'm i'm learning on the fly um you know we got nice equipment you know from the uh you know between your recommendations and the recommendations of some other folks like the microphone that i'm using now is the same microphone that we're going to be recording with um You feel comfortable with it? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's part of the reason why I got it. It's like, oh, I know these are good. Let's get these. Yeah. Um, You know, we got a a good mixer. We got, you know, we're using the same uh, recording program that El Goro uses, that several other podcasts use. So, you know, because of this, you know, uh, this relationship we have with so many other shows, this isn't as... Jarring or as as uh, daunting a task, yep. As it otherwise m- might have been, you know, because there are a lot of people that are like, "Oh my God, you guys aren't stopping, are you?" It's like, no, like there might be a, a, a never. D- there might be. You a can't get rid of us that <laughs> easy. Dip in quality a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm <laughs> hoping momentarily. Not. I mean, you like, know, just we're learning I'm, uh, yeah, there I'm might learning be some
1: technical difficulties for, you know, the next couple of weeks. I but have uh, there with us.
0: There's there are a couple of uh, like we recorded some stuff for future episodes that I have to learn how to fix the audio on. And I'm I'm slowly making progress with that. But I have a few yep. weeks. Yep. Um. You know, we have I, I'm I'm learning this. It's a lot of fun. Learning how to do it. Like, I was getting really frustrated the other day, but it turns out I just didn't have enough, like,
1: I'm starting to plugs feel like an and... official podcaster.
3: Yeah.
0: You know,
1: it's like, I know about microphones now. It's more than just something you talk into. It's, you know, it's. Yeah. It's Ask like... me about mixers because I know stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, well, the 2i2 is high quality. Uh, we went with the Yamaha MG10, not the MG10. Uh, XU because that had, you know, a few more features than we needed. Although in hindsight, we probably could have avoided some frustration. Although we'd still have to get a lot of those cables that we've, we didn't get.
1: But, uh, yeah, but we're learning we're on the to say, fly. But long story short, we really wouldn't have been able to do any of this without the help of you, Johnny. And uh, we can't even begin to thank you enough for you know, hearing out our idea and just kind of like nurturing this podcast and, you know, facilitating, uh, you know, week after week, you know, allowing us to, to do this and listening to our stupidity week after week <laughs> and our voices. And I, I mean, I can't even, you know, stand the sound of my own voice. I don't even know how everybody else listens to me, but, um,
0: I just tune you out most of the time, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's my job, um, <laughs> but anyways, like I mean, I just I feel like thank you isn't even a big enough word, you know it's uh
0: well, we wanted to like get you something, but it's like we we discussed it, and it's like he already has like enough stuff, and he's in the middle of packing, so I don't want to give him more th- things, <laughs> but once you uh once you get situated and stuff, you know we we definitely have uh something we want to send down to help for the uh decorate the studio.
2: Okay. Well, I I, that, I that's most appreciated. Um so yeah, I mean this this is honestly you know, I, I you know, I think I said this before. I I didn't I certainly didn't expect this or anticipate this and you guys didn't have to. Um but you know, I I appreciate it. It it's it um you know, I just you know, turn some knobs and and do the thing, and you guys provide the content. You know, so you don't know.
0: see you you say that, but I've spent the last couple of nights <laughs> coming home trying to get the knobs to turn right. <laughs> like, and I had everything. I was like, oh, this is great, this is awesome. The last day, in the, I don't know if folks out there know this, unless you've been to the studio, but like, I bring my own headphones, and every single week I've had to borrow this. Uh, one-eighth to 3.5-millimeter headphone jack. I finally have one today. After three goddamn years, (laughs) I finally have one, and it's the last day. But it's like, you know what? Now I have this equipment. I have this little thing. And, like, that's kind of like a microcosm because it's like you always provided everything, and now that I'm learning how to do this stuff on my own, like, I've gained so much more appreciation cuz like I look at the screens that you have going yep. like while while we're recording and it's like I might as well be looking at hieroglyphics because <laughs> it, none of it means anything to me but I'm slowly learning. It's like like I was trying to set the uh, the the sound for my microphones at home and I remember you I remember you saying this cuz said it a few times like I set the gain all the way down so it doesn't pick up everything well, around not me. All
1: the way low. Right, but yeah.
0: And I was able to record my voice and not record the fan that was, you know, yeah, two feet to my left, because I was able to, you know, remember that you said that, and I found the gain button. Like there are so many knobs and buttons. Like <laughs> half of this shit, I don't know. I'm like, I'm sitting there the other day. I'm like, why, why isn't this working? It was working earlier, right?
2: Flip the power switch. <laughs> now it should be okay. <laughs> and and a lot of that stuff, like. Uh, I mean, if you listen to the early episodes of Tree Radio, it's rough. <laughs> like, I, you know, it, it it was me learning on the fly. And, you know, basically at the time, to- I mean, I guess if you look at it, we're we're just about to hit seven uh, years old. Well, at least uh, when we're recording this, tomorrow night's going to be the seven-year yeah. anniversary show. And so yesterday
0: would have been seventh. And tomorrow it drops on... Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, on, on all on the pod. Audio, yeah. Yep. So, uh, you know, but then, like podcasting was was just starting i mean not not to say like it was just starting but like it was just starting to gain traction because i started listening to podcasts maybe like mid 2000s is when i first became aware of them there weren't many you know but i i I like was like oh like a friend of mine introduced me in like 2006 he's like oh you don't know what podcasts are like i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) so you know i kind of got introduced and then 2008 or 9 i started listening to more i had a uh, a buddy, he's worth he's worth uh, mentioning. His name's Wiggly, um, and he used to do some work with Chikara Wrestling, which is a, s- a small independent wrestling organization. It's it's basically like a live action comic book come to life. It's really fun. So if anyone has an opportunity to check out Chikara, uh, I recommend it. But anyways, he did a lot of the video stuff for them, and you know, I got to know him through my relationship with Chikara, and then he. You know he, he I found out about his podcast, so I started listening he does um we talk games was was the show that he was doing at the time, and he has a few others that he's done over the years but I just listened to him and just got really in, like really inspired and and was like man like this guy's he's really good he's really good at it and you know I, I was inspired to try to do it and it it's a medium that I wanted to get into, but didn't really know what my my niche was i guess so You know, things kind of happened and then uh, we were doing a video podcast for the Deadites, the CryptoCast, and it just was a lot of fucking work (laughs) to film all the segments, to go home and edit them and do all the graphics and do everything just became uh, way too much work. So I was like, you know what? Let's fucking try audio. Let's do an audio podcast. Let's that'll be a lot less work. And then, of course, I decided to edit everything, and then it took me eight to ten hours to edit, a, edit an episode. But I think we've had that conversation before. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say
0: you learn not to do that quick. Yes, and you know, <laughs> it's
2: it, for some shows it works, but for me, I just uh, it's n- not for me. So I won't be doing that. Good. Uh, yeah, I, no. yeah, no. Yeah, it's it. It honestly because I think once again, I think we've had this discussion on on the show before, but. For some shows, it absolutely works. If if you're doing a show like Lore or Serial, and you're interviewing people, and you're doing all these things, you're setting it up. You want it to sound very professional, like an audio, you know, like an audio uh, news report or something. I get it, you know. But in this case, if it's just people sitting around a ro- sitting sitting in a room having a good conversation, and you want people to be a part of that, right? Like, and if you're making it sound so perfect, sometimes it doesn't sound like an actual conversation. You know, and that's why early days I would cut out all the ums, the ahs, the long pregnant pauses. I would cut out like bits where someone was like, ah, like I didn't mean to say that. And I would, I would cut out everything and it would take like a a two and a half hour podcast would take me about eight hours because I'd listen to the whole thing and I'd cut out each little piece and it just, just, you know, like, and I was doing it for nothing, you know? because I think these conversational shows where you're just having a, a discussion or you're talking about something you like, hearing that passion in someone's voice, I think it's wrong to, to edit it out, you know? I so, agree. So that's one thing that I that I learned along the way is that I, th- I think that that is really important to capture. It's like a snapshot. It's a conversation. And if you're picking and choosing what you want to be in there, I, I feel like you're missing part of the point. So... For some shows, it works. For me, it just didn't work that way, and that's that's why I wanted to do it live. And I I, I do have to also uh, credit Bill By Force from outside the cinema because when I met him after doing the show for a few months, he's like, "What are you doing? Don't fucking edit. Don't edit." <laughs> he's like, "You're it. You're a dummy if you edit." <laughs> so I was like, "That that's what got me thinking about it," you know. And I'm like, "Oh my god, he's fucking right," you know. <laughs> so from there on, I I, I you know tried to do it and then it also it also helps you improve because then you're responsible for editing yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not the other way around where where the person editing the audio is responsible. You're responsible for getting better. And I think it's important to listen back. You don't have to listen to every episode, but just listen back and see like hey, like what what went right? What could I do wrong? What could I do better? What did I do wrong? Or yeah, or what could I do wrong? What can
0: <laughs> I do wrong? <laughs> yeah, because,
2: you know, in, in Michael Ravenshadow's case, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a thing. So, if
0: I do it wrong twice, that makes it right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I think it is, I think it's good to, in a way, do a, a, a little post-mortem on yourself and just just to try to improve. And Ashes, you had made a comment that you don't like the sound, you, you know, no one wants to hear my voice, blah, 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 Like. That was a big thing for me, and I know I don't even. Are we off topic? I don't even know. We're just going. We're just
0: no. This is the Johnny Wolfenstein episode. <laughs> so <laughs> all
2: right, fine. Talk about my origin. So I originally, uh, you guys know Rocky because obviously you you you, you yep. play no man almost every single episode. Uh, right after the first break, of Dead River, and uh, so I've known Rocky since the early to mid two thousands. He and I did uh, internet radio together. He was actually the the. Um, the head of the radio station that i worked for and so he would you know like program it program it all and he he was responsible for all the djs and everything so i got involved with him with that and i hated my voice i hated it i would listen back and be like oh my god it sounds so bad and after a while people would people would just tell me like hey you got a good voice and i'd be like what i do i'd be like no i don't i don't i don't think so and then but enough people had told me. And I was like, well, maybe there's something to this. I don't have to believe it. But if other people think so, then maybe there's something to it. And so I started to force myself to talk. I actually did a, a segment called the Late Night Serial. Serial as in like serialized, you know, uh, with an S. And I wrote a two to three paragraph, I don't remember, setup. It was basically like introducing the world And I had listeners write their story right from their point of view, their character's point of view. And then I would read them on air. And it was almost, it was served two purposes. One, it would get people involved and get, you know, I like to have emotional uh, attachment. Like if, if, if I'm reading something that someone else wrote, they're going to want to listen and they're going to want to tell people about it. Right. That's my story. So, there was that obviously, but then there was also the fact that I was forcing myself to read on air, like for probably like a 30 minutes out of the entire, like three to four hour show or whatever it was. And so that was going to make me improve because I had, there's no way around it, you know, and I was reading. So it wasn't like I was going to be stumbling over my words about what to say. I was just reading, um, you know, a story. So, I, and funny thing, I actually have a lot of those episodes still. I think I, ha- I have the audio for them, which is interesting. I haven't gone back and to revisit them in a long time, but but it was it was a cool little experiment, and and people seemed to dig it. You know, like people really wanted to find out what was going to happen next with with their characters or what or how the story would change. So I continued doing it for for a little bit. I don't remember how long it ran, but it ended up being like a pretty cool segment that people really dug. So. That was sort of how I got better and forced myself to to work on it. And after a while, I just I heard myself, but I wasn't critiquing the way I sounded because I was just used to it. And so for me, that was the big thing: I was just getting used to hearing my own voice and not critiquing the sound of it. You know. But I think in turn, in turn, I think I actually, I think my voice actually lowered because of that. Because I was re like. Reading a lot and was trying to find my voice, and I think it actually ended up getting lower just by doing that, which is kind of funny. I don't know if that's a thing, but I go back and listen to some of that stuff, and and it it sounded different. You know, my voice sounded different, and I sounded like a more like a Bostoner. Uh,
3: <laughs> hey, this is Johnny Wolfenstein coming to you live.
2: <laughs> this is Johnny Wolfenstein coming from Castle Wolfenstein. No, it didn't sound like that quite, but um. <laughs> You know, but it, it it definitely sounded different, and I had more of a, a the accent, and I think I kind of worked it out, even though I didn't even consciously do that. But it was just the way that I was trying to read. You know, I think it just sort of worked it out. So, yeah, kind of kind of interesting, and and I think that everyone starts somewhere, and you should always just try to improve, no matter what you do. Like you guys, mm-hmm. you guys are almost kind of hitting a reset button in a sense, and they're you know. So at least you have the experience and the episodes under your belt where you can say, we know how to do the show now. You've been doing it for 161 episodes. So we have that down. We know how to format our show. We know how to come up with content. We know how to do it. So now you're going to have to kind of lean a little bit more on the technical aspect of things. So I think that's good, though. You guys have that down. You know what to do to do your show. So now it's just a matter of, of, of mastering that those skill sets now and it there will be growing pains you know like you're probably gonna like have some things that are gonna need you know like improvement and then you'll be able to see that development over time and you can listen back and not listening to your voice in this case but listening to the production of it and seeing like hey what can i do better and if you don't know you ask you know like You guys can always hit me up with any questions, and obviously you you have uh, the all the other podcasts in the Dorkening Network that you can you can hit up now too. So
0: they've been a great resource, yeah. Because I know you've been busy, you know, working on you know packing and moving. (laughs) So I don't want (laughs) to so I don't want to bother you too much. I mean, I've still you know I've asked you a few things here and there. Yeah, Um, and And you you can ask and gotten like right back to me.
2: Yeah, I may not be able to get back immediately, but I'll, I'll make time.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, recently. You yes, know, with the move and everything, I, I've tried not to bother you so much. But the the folks in the Dorkening have been a huge asset. You know, everybody you know trying to help me out and you know cause, you know I know Ashes wants to learn this too, but I figure if one of us learns it first, <laughs> then, <laughs> then I yeah. can teach her.
2: Yeah, and, and I think it's I think it's definitely good for both of you guys to to know how to do it as well because then you can you can help each other and if someone has some insight that the other doesn't, you know, I think, I think it's, it's helpful to do it together. So I think that you guys have a, a, you know, an interesting sort of uh, road ahead of you.
0: Oh, it's interesting. All right. (laughs) Uh, So we asked some folks to, uh, you know, we were letting them know that, you know, Hey, we're recording with Wolfie for the last time. And, uh, we asked some folks for some feedback and I know some folks want to save it for trick or treat radio. Cause that's how they know you more. Yep. So, uh, we did get a, uh, pretty good response. Mm-hmm. So I would like to start with, uh, something that was, uh, sent to me because this, uh, this gentleman is, uh, traveling and didn't have a time to record anything. Uh, and, uh, uh, everybody's friend uh, Skip Shea, who was on with us recently. Yep he uh, he wanted me to pass this along to you. Okay. I don't know of anyone associated with any podcast who has been kinder to a cardigan wearing horror <laughs> filmmaking old fart like me. Good luck with the move, and I'm sure I'll see you down the road. <laughs> and that is from Skip.
3: Well,
2: that's very kind of Skip, and uh, I think he's uh, he he had me thinking it was Dynamo for a second until the filmmaking part. yes but uh but yeah no uh, skip is and skip is probably one of if not the nicest guy i've ever met yes very you know sort of like you meet him and then you see his films and you're like whoa that's that guy (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: agreed (laughs) yeah but
2: now he's he's such a such a great guy and and I, i wish him nothing but but the best with his with his film work i know um We got some behind the scenes stuff recently because I know Dynamo was Mm -hmm. was filming some stuff with Skip, and it looked pretty awesome.
0: It did, yeah. Yeah, It looked it looked pretty rad, yeah. And uh, you know, just to give you you folks at home an idea of how how good a dude Skip is, uh, he during Scarecon he made a point to come down and to support our show and support Trick or Treat Radio he's like, well, you know, while I'm here, I guess I can get this uh, Fangoria magazine that mentions Trinity signed by Cassandra Peterson because she's on the cover. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that was the afterthought. He was coming down to see us first. Yep. Like, he took time out of his day to come see us. And then he's like, well, I guess while I'm here, I'll do this. So yeah. that was pretty great. And I was, you know, uh, off air, I was actually having a, a conversation with someone because they were asking me about short horror films and if i could recommend any and i was like oh definitely check out skip and she was like oh i know skip he's awesome like so it's like one of those like it's a small world things
2: yeah uh i because i before even before i knew skip i saw micro cinema like uh maybe like six years ago and I was like that was fucking awesome <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it it was that's that's what it's probably one of the coolest shorts I've seen in a long time um but yeah he's he's a super great guy. I can't wait to see what he does next,
0: yeah um we do have a, a couple of other things um our good buddy j mac sent a little uh oh yeah a little thing in if you wanna play that there uh
2: sure monthly. let me get the volume up and let's hear from All all
0: right.
4: Hey Patsy, hey Ashes, hey Wolfenstein. Uh, this is Jeremy McFarlane. Uh wanna call in and uh kinda spill my feelings and gut feelings uh, on Wolfenstein there. Um yeah, I listened to I listening to Sugar Creek Radio for quite a long time, probably I think I started like on fifty or episode fifty or something like that. And, uh, you know, you guys, all you guys were there, uh, you know, Wolfenstein was there with me on the stage and, uh, you know, he's, he was there and you, you guys were all there in a very important part of me and Joanna's life, Bryce's life, obviously. And, um, it's very important to me. Uh, you know, when I, when me and my other friend, uh, started a podcast, you know, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein, you were like, you helped me so much, dude. Like I had no idea how to do any of that stuff. You know i've learned a lot you know uh, i'm gonna start a new podcast soon but if i didn't have any information uh and and kindness and you know a person that would try to get back to me as soon as he possibly could because i knew you were really busy uh and you always did and always meant a lot to me you know and it it means a lot to me that you know you guys accepted me and uh, uh always great friends to me and you know of course, man, um, the show, the interactions on the show, letting me send in all the, all the feedback. And even if my feedback was long winded, I think most of it was, um, it always meant a lot to me. And, uh, you know, you're a one of a kind dude and, um, you know, always, you know, always got your back, man. And you always be one of the best friends i ever had. And, uh, it makes me sad that you're, 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 you're jetting, but, um, i know you know i know you're always gonna be around you know it's not like it's for it's you're gonna be gone like on a you know private island somewhere and <laughs> you'll still be around but um you know once you go it's like you know all those shows the, all the shows that you guys had you know you were on every one of them man like you know i listened to all those shows like you were always like the core to all those shows and um uh, you were a very important person dude and uh, you know a very lovely person and uh Again, a very unique and very kind soul, man. And, uh, I always appreciate you, what you've done for me and done for so many others, you know, uh, and, and just being a great guy. And, uh, I hope you and Tanya and Ozzy are going to be great out there and, and life's going to be better, man. And, uh, but, you know, you always gonna be missed on these shows, dude. I mean, it's, you're, like I said, you are the heart. And, uh, I love you, man. I love all you guys on there. And, uh. Well, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.
2: Well, that's super sweet, man. And, yeah, j he has been around for a long time. And, uh, you know, I know that um, he doesn't always call in and leave feedback. Uh, but when he does, he's probably one of the most passionate people I know. And it, it definitely means a lot to hear him say those nice things. And, you know, I... I for a while, I, I contemplated the idea of charging uh, like a, a consulting fee for like helping people, but then when people like like Jeremy would would come, you know, come like a- ask me for help, I, I there's no way I could charge him, you know, right. or, or some other people, and you know because I did toy with that idea and and you know, but I was like, oh man, like I don't like I just want to help people. I want people to get on the air. I want people to do this, you know, and like so for me, I just couldn't. I just couldn't go there. So. You know and i always try to make myself available as much as possible you know like i know uh like even recently there was there was a, a podcast that um that was asking for help and i probably wasn't able to help as much as i as i wanted because i was in like the job search mode and i i hope i hope that person didn't feel like i was blowing them off but i did you know give them some some as much t- as many tips as i could here and there so i'm always always trying to, to help out because you know i think that it's important for people to to get their voice out there and to, to try to be heard. And, you know, I'm excited about Jeremy's new show, um, pop culture, something, man. I feel like it's uh, I, 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 I can picture the art. Yeah. Cause, cause Jeanette I know Jeanette. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Jeanette did it. Um, but, uh, but no, it sounds, uh, it sounds cool. <laughs> and, and Jeremy's a uh, pop
1: culture purgatory.
3: Yes. That's yes, it. Yeah. Yes. Because it
2: was the kind of like the Dante's Inferno design. Yes. Of course. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, Jeremy. It's r- it's really sweet, man. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do, and you know, very happy that we could have, uh, you know, not just myself, but uh, but but that several of us could be a part of such an important moment for for you and Joanna. And you guys are awesome. And mm-hmm. I'll you know I'll, I'll I'll obviously I'll be coming up here now and then. So like if there's ever another get together, if you guys make it up here, you know, or if you guys make it out to Maryland, you know, let let us know.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, I I, I hope we're gonna see you at Rock and Shack.
2: Oh yeah, I'll be there. Yeah.
0: So I already have my plans. The uh, the other question I have before we get into any more of this feedback is: uh, Are you taking the trophy for best long form podcast?
2: I'm not. I'm leaving it with the guys.
0: Oh, all right. I, I kind of figured that's something you you would do, but I would yeah. I would have thought they were like, no, you deserve this.
2: <laughs> well,
0: and you would have been like, I do. I do <laughs> deserve this.
2: No, I, I, all, all along, I was, I was going to give it to them. It's just, it's, it's cool, but for me, it's not about the, the accolades. Like, as, as cool as it is, like, I just, I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable saying, like, award winning podcast, like, blah, blah. That's just me. Everyone else should do it, but like, you know, like, it's just, it's just weird and, you know, I think M.Z. and, and uh, Raven Shadow like will actually really enjoy having it near so. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I did, you know I, I even changed my Twitter handle for a while to Patsy, the award-winning nerd, but then like, I don't want to seem A like a jerk, you know, because
2: there's nothing wrong with accepting accolades, though. No, like, let, I, me, I know, let me make that clear.: But at but, the
0: same time, I was also like, do I want to rest on my laurels and just like, yeah, I won that one. No, I want to win more awards, and I, Ashes, you're in the you're of the same mindset.
1: I just want to take over the world.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ashes doesn't she doesn't want just one award? She wants all of them.
1: It's just about world domination. Yeah. She <laughs> wants it to be like Is that North too much Korea, to where ask? like
0: you know, it's like. Oh, for best actor, it's Kim Jong-un, best director. <laughs> oh, I swept the awardees. Well, don't it's know. funny
1: because every year for my sister, she's like, you know, ask me, what do you want for your birthday? And every year it's the same thing, world domination. And she's like, I'm working on That's it. That's really like, well,
2: hard to wrap.
1: Work <laughs> harder. It is, yeah.
2: <laughs> so you just want someone to give it to you.
1: Well, I mean, I will take it <laughs> a, 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 any, by any means. Oh, necessary. Oh, I see. I see. But That's I mean, fair. like you know, obviously somebody giving it to me is just the the easy way. I That's mean, true. but you know, if I have to, like if, the have, if I yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. But if I have to work for it, god damn it, I will work for it. You better work. One <laughs> podcast award at a time.
0: So uh, we have we have a couple more. Uh, we have um, let's hear from Evil Corny, because I listened to this one, and I really like this one. This one was kind of good.
6: Well, Corny's always awesome, so let's... Yeah. Yeah, we'll play that. Hey, guys, this is Evil Corny. Hey, Wolfie, I really appreciate everything you've done for these podcasts I listen to. Um, Trick or Treat Radio was one of my favorite shows. Throw It Out Thirsty is also one of my favorite shows. Was... Um, I know you have to endure a lot having to put up with Patsy's puns on a weekly basis. Get to. <laughs> but um, a lesser man would you know, probably be driven into madness, I think. That's fair. Um, and I really appreciate you. Um, last year, whenever you all did the solo episode uh, for Trick or Treat Radio, that I was involved in it, um, I... I always kind of think back and I've listened to parts of that show before, you know, you know, in the past, uh, just, uh, listening to Mars's rant about, um, you and Rocky knowing where Rancors are hatched and, you know, born and what planet they're from and all that. I just, you know, I just get tickled by that. It's (laughs) also uh, nice knowing another fellow Star Wars fan,
3: you
6: know, out there. Uh, well, you have a good one and you're You'll always be, be bootylicious to everyone that listens to this show. You have a good one, Evil Corny. Out. I hate you guys.
3: <laughs>
6: uh,
2: well, yeah, that's that's awesome, Corny, and uh, Corny's probably like speaking of nice dudes. He's one of the nicest dudes I've ever met, and super sweet. Like he he's he always remembers my birthday and sends me gifts. It's ridiculous and. Uh, you know, I, I I really appreciate him so much, and it was awesome having him up for Rock and Shock last year. Of having him here was 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 great. And
0: oh yeah, when I saw him, I was like, oh shit, it's Evil Corny! <laughs> yeah. I was so yeah. excited.
2: And uh, and uh, Rancors are from Dathomir. Yes,
0: if anyone was wondering. Also, where Darth Maul is from. Yes. The, with the uh, the Zabrak, the, the sisters, uh, the Night Sisters. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So we've got a, a couple more pieces of feedback uh let's do the amalgamania one. That one's a little long, but uh I know uh Ian was very excited to be a part of this and
2: uh yeah and and uh you know obviously before we listen to it 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 was awesome that was like a highlight when when uh Ian drove up here <laughs> for right? that one show like that was super, and he had fucking gifts he was like toss them out you get a comic and you get a comic <laughs> oh, yeah there's
0: action <laughs> figures and comics yeah, and all i have kinds of yeah i have stuff. stuff
2: all over my desk from him right now still so yeah that was that was where, where did he come from maryland he came from maryland oh okay there you go yeah, all right
0: he asked where you were where you going to be moving and i told him and he's like that's like an hour from me yeah. so you guys get to hang out you get to hang out with the amalgamania
2: crew all right well let's hear it before i before i spoil anything if i if i do Oh, I have to pick which media player I want. <laughs> yeah, pick whichever one video. you want. Here it's up to you. I like VLC. Let's go with that. Yeah, there's a little bit of silence at the
0: beginning while he's getting himself all situated. All right, man. Because that's how I would be, too.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> go a nice art behind him.
0: Oh, yeah. Look at the Spider-Man versus Ryu.
7: All right. So... Um, <laughs> I was asked to do um, a goodbye for Johnny Wolfenstein as you will be leaving the Thursday, Third on Thursday uh, podcast. And um, I was honored to be asked to um, participate in this. And I just wanted to say a few things about what my interaction was first meeting Johnny Wolfenstein. Wolfe and um what it was like coming into castle wolfenstein to um record uh the first time um and also to say goodbye as well um i gotta say um i, I pat 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 ray usually says this thing about um johnny wolfenstein that he's boomers. the hardest okay. uh, working man <laughs> in the podcasting <laughs> and um i love that um play on words but the truth of the matter is um it it rings very true. Um, obviously you cannot get over the awesomeness that is the cast of the Throwdown Thursday podcast crew. Um, Ironborn, Agent Nicole, uh, Ashes Ray Hall, Patrick Ray Hall, and Johnny Wolfenstein, obviously. Um, as I met them, that was the original crew. And um you can't get over the awesomeness that is these people, obviously, but Um, When you do move past the cast and get to this man and you see uh, his ability, Um, and obviously, the man obviously knows his way around all of the technological toys that, you know, record sound and, you know, can edit these things and all of that. But that's not just the ability I'm talking about. Um, Johnny Wolfenstein uh, is a natural talent as it relates to making people that he's working with feel relaxed and at ease um it was my first podcast uh i had ever been on um on the third the Throwdown thursday podcast and um i was a nervous wreck i had no <laughs> idea what i was doing i had never done anything like this before and everyone obviously made me feel very welcome and it was a great experience um you know doing this with the uh, Throwdown thursday crew but i just remember Johnny standing out a little bit more than everyone else initially because he was just so relaxed and like, he kind of translated what needed to be done in a way that it wasn't like he was barking orders or holding up signs or anything. He was just very fluid and he would just kind of jump into the conversation at points and, um, say things. And it was always, uh, well-timed and, um, such a great talent. And, um, I'm really sorry to hear that the, you're not dead. (laughs) uh, We'll be losing you. Um, and you'll be moving. But at the same time, I wanted to, uh, say that I, I, I hope that you keep up your production, um, abilities and, and that you still do it. Um, a talent like that definitely is needed for people who, you know, are beginning or people who are pros at this. Um, you're definitely someone I would want, you know, in any project I was doing, um, and definitely somebody who could, you know, make this podcast thing, you know, a little bit different than what it is. I think that we need more people who produce like you. And um, I would love to see whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Max, please keep us all abreast. And, you um, know, thank you. Thank you for being uh, such a positive force um, and a great influence on um, me personally, uh, first meeting you and just uh, your work ethic. And all that you did and you know the way you made me feel uh coming in there so welcome and and just a part of um that's not a talent that comes by people easily so please use that and all of your ventures into life and this move and wherever life takes you make sure you keep that at the forefront of what it is that you do because you're good at it um thank you so much johnny wolfenstein for being the hardest working man and um podcasting and um you know, for inspiring people like me to want to do the same thing and um, vlog and podcast and all of that. It's uh, it's invaluable. Thank you so much for uh, everything that you've done and for hopefully all that you're going to be doing. So um, congratulations on your move. I hope, you know, you get nothing but success and greatness wherever you go. And um, stay in touch. Let us know what you're up to um, here in Amalgamania. And uh, we'll definitely do the same. And again, thanks so much, Johnny Wolfenstein. We love you. And um, we hope that you uh, have a great and easy move. That We hope everybody else does the work for you. <laughs> Which hopefully, you know, hopefully that's how it works. But we all know that's usually not the case. Some work is required when uprooting the life and moving it to another place. So I hope the work's not too hard on you. And um, good luck. And uh, if you need anything uh, while you're here in Maryland at all, look us up um the amalgamania core members are, are not far at all so you do have friends people that you can connect with and get up with while you're here and uh look forward to hearing from you man thanks a lot for everything that you've done
2: well i was really sweet of you and you know obviously we you know i don't have a well, I, I guess the, the interaction with Ian was, you know, sometimes on the Amalgamania board, I don't go on there nearly as, as much as I as I probably would like to, uh, but having him here in studio was, was awesome. Like, and I was just blown away by the fact that he drove straight here, like, from Maryland to be on the show. Like, I thought that was, like, super cool. And, you know, like, that's... I guess what he, he touches on something that I always want is whenever someone is on a show that I'm on, I want them to feel comfortable because I just want people to be able to speak freely and to be able to have a conversation. If they're worried about anything else, you know, it might kind of take away from that. So I, you know, like I never really thought about it. I didn't know. I'm, you know, it's not that I'm trying some psychological thing to try to make people relax. It's just, you know, it's just the way I do things, I guess, but I appreciate him, him calling that out and, and I'm glad that it that it helped him in his first podcast appearance and I also appreciate the offer to uh reach out to the Amalgamania crew it's uh very very kind of you and you know who knows maybe for some of the big uh uh you know comic book uh, movie premieres or something like that you know maybe we could uh do a uh, meet ha- meet halfway kind of deal or something like that at at a movie theater or something Yeah that would be great like
0: you know and it's it's nice going to a a, a new place where it's like, oh, man, I don't know anybody, but, <clears throat> you know, you have, you know, for lack of a better word, you have a support system down there. Like, you yep. know, there are folks that are willing, because those folks down at Amalgamania, like, you know, Taryn and, and, and uh, Santino and, and Ian, yep. like, those folks are great. Uh, Coop, our buddy Justin Cooper. I always get
2: confused because I have a buddy, Coop whatever you sick I know
0: different different one that's why I mean Coop with a C yeah you know those are all folks that you know you've had again more people that you've had a positive impact on so you know that's you know another reason why I wanted to do this show because you know you're a very humble guy and you know you don't you know like you were saying earlier you know you're not doing this for accolades or anything you're just a genuinely good dude and you know I wanted to you know kind of reach out to folks and kind of show you. And I'm sure you're going to hear more of this tomorrow when uh, you're
2: recording your show. No, I'll, I'll hear uh, dick jokes and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about, like, from people who aren't <laughs> in the room. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I guess it's different because, I, you know, I'll, I'll still be on Trick or Treat Radio. It just will be a different dynamic. So, right. in a sense, it's it's more about celebrating seven years and also celebrating the last show in Castle Wolfenstein, you know, but you know, obviously, this is a different tone because this is. I mean, obviously, maybe I'll join you guys uh, again. It's not the, might not be the last time I'm on well, the show, I, but I
0: hope not.
2: But it's the last time that I'll be producing it. So right,
0: and it's the last show in Castle Wolfenstein. So yes, exactly, and it's that a, as well. Definitely a a bittersweet evening. Uh, so we have uh, another piece of feedback from our good friend Riku. So uh, let's hear what Riku has to say. I haven't listened to this one yet.
5: Hey, Third on Thursday, it's Riku. Riku. So I heard it was a certain Johnny Wolfenstein's last episode, and I just wanted to call in and say some nice things about him because Johnny is very much the quiet man in the back of the room who is the guy who you just, he doesn't speak up often, but when he does, you better listen. And uh, my favorite interaction with him is definitely the moment that I came on to do the, uh, the uh, Matoko Kusunagi episode. And um, it was very much, I was super nervous. And then, but suddenly when I came on, you know, I answered the Skype call. I was like, hey, do I sound good? You know, am I breaking up? You know, my volume too loud? He was very much like, no, sounds fine. And in that one moment, all the anxiety just sort of melted <laughs> off of me and I was able to do the show just calmly and just very easily. So yeah. Anyway, um, good luck you guys. I know you're going to do a great job. Remember, I love you and everything's going to be good. Have a good show. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Riku's definitely got the best buy, the best sign off. Yes. Uh, um, well, I, I'm I'm glad that that I'm glad that he also felt relaxed. Once again, you know, like I I didn't necessarily like that wasn't my like gotta relax everyone, you know, because I never know how people feel coming in, but you know I do want people to feel that they can just come in here and just and just talk. So, uh, but no, it was it was cool because I, I recall Riku had been calling in and, and listening to Trick or Treat Radio for for a bit, and you know it was cool to to get a chance to to, to chat with him live like that. So, and, uh, he's a super, super sweet guy and, you know, really enjoy his contributions on, on all the shows. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, is he, this is just another one of those things, you know, I, it reminds me of Futurama, you know, (laughs) where, uh, it's from the, uh, into the wild green yonder, uh, movie episode. Yep. Where, all the, the feministas of United and Linda, the newscaster, is like, how come you always get to read the headlines? And Robo's like, because viewers trust a deep male voice and huge throbbing forehead veins. <laughs> and that's how Wolfie puts people at ease. He's got the 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 deep, you know, soft voice and the huge throbbing forehead veins. That doesn't always come across on radio. But when, you know, you see him, Usually it's when like I've made some sort of amazing joke that he's trying not to laugh at. That's generally how it
2: works. That's right. Is <laughs> that right, Ashes?
1: <laughs> Is that when my eye starts twitching? Yes.
2: No, that's when I look over his and see vein, Ash. Yeah, his yeah. vein
1: starts throbbing and yeah. my eye starts twitching. That's yes. how I know yes. it was good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like s- the marker. Uh,
2: I see her eyes rolling back so hard <laughs> like The Undertaker. <laughs> surprised they haven't stuck there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Hopefully no one top hits top you on your <laughs> back. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, and there's something else I was gonna say about about Riku. And uh, I guess one thing, one thing that's 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 fun is is I like that you guys have had such a, a cool array of, of of folks on the show. You know, uh, people like like Riku, all the way to obviously your award winning episode with the cast of the Megalodon. You know, like I think, um, you know, I think you guys have have. Done a, uh, a good job of of mixing it up, and, and even the was he twelve years old, the boss, your boss's oh. son, Maddie Berg. I yeah, think
1: was he? was he fourteen? Oh, he twelve? How old is he now? He's in high school I, now.
2: I'll I I will say I this was two, this was like episode it was like 60 two years ago something. or something. Yeah, yeah. So I
0: think he was twelve.
2: Yeah. I I am not brave enough to have a eighteen <laughs> a <teenage laughs> someone that young uh, on the show. I I would never be able to. Uh watch my language or control everyone else. So uh I, I yeah, that's that's commendable on, on you guys' part. Oh yeah,
0: I can just imagine the, the questions Monster Zero would start throwing at him.
2: Hey kid, you ever seen fucking cannibal holocaust? We ain't got pubes yet? <laughs> would they impale that woman right through her from her ass, right through her mouth.
1: You wanna hear my I spit on your grave story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: how many movies you seen with rape in it? <laughs> oh god sorry i shouldn't even said that but that's that's a, a legit like monster zero quote
0: yeah yeah I
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he's <laughs> you got wait have you guys had him on the show
0: yeah, i can't we remember have. that's right you did yeah, we yeah. Have
1: and he behaved uh, himself he did
2: yeah, yeah. okay that's right done of the day of the night
0: of the living dead it was early yeah, on right? yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah it was definitely one of the earlier and, uh, episodes but uh, Chris yeah he came on
0: to talk. It was shortly after romero died
1: yeah
2: that's right yeah i, I yeah. do remember a lot of times um The guest appearances, because I think, I'm trying to remember now. I don't remember if Elm Street was still going at the time or not, but uh, I remember some of the same guests would, you know, I'd do, like, you you guys' show and then their show, and they'd stick around, so I forget.
0: Yeah, because that's when we were recording on Saturdays, but this one was when we were recording, when we moved to Tuesdays. Okay, gotcha, yep. Yeah, because we had, you know, this is, like, unofficially, like, your your. Or officially your first like appearance as a guest on the show. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because we've had everybody else from Trick or Treat Radio, with the exception of Aries.
2: He hasn't talked much, so.
0: But we've had, <laughs> you know, Dynamo was one of our first guests. That yep. we had Raven Shadow on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, we were we were making the rounds with like a lot of the podcasting people. You know, we had Bobby Chains on. We yeah. Had, uh, we had Wiley on a couple times.
3: Yep.
2: Elguro. Yep.
0: Yep. Then, uh, then we're like, you know what? All right, we've kind of got the hang of this. Let's sort of do our thing. You were our first guest, Ashes.
1: I know, and I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what happened, but I never left.
0: Yeah, you were just like, you're like, I don't know. I'm like, you should come on the show. You should be on the show. And it was episode three, and you were like, that was a lot of fun. I, I, I want to well, come and back. And <laughs> I will
1: attest to the fact that... Um, Johnny definitely does put you at ease. I was very nervous coming in. I didn't know what to expect. i had never recorded a podcast before. I mean, I've done, I've done theater. and But you know, when you do You've theater s- you and when you too? act and stuff, yeah, but it's all rehearsed. You know, what I mean, like I, I'm good at rehearse stuff, stuff that I can I can memorize oh, we do not and, rehearse. and regurgitate. And, uh, you know, like I was really good at giving speeches in school, but that was because, you know, I had the opportunity to memorize a lot of the stuff. Yeah. So, you know, coming onto a podcast where everything is off the cuff and Patrick was like, you know, we don't we don't we don't want to memorize anything. We don't want to have any scripts. Yeah, it's just going to not- be, you know, go, go, go. And, um, you know, you definitely have a way of you have a very calming aura hmm. and a very relaxing demeanor and it's just it just kind of immediately puts you at ease and you know the fact that you kind of give the rundown of everything and make sure that everyone's prepared and whatnot you know it just it helps it really does help and you know you may not think so but but it does and it's something that you know, I- every episode we come in, and you know, I still get a little. I feel like if you really care about something, g- having having butterflies, getting nervousness is is a good thing. Um, so I still get nervous a little bit. I still get a little fluttery sometimes <laughs> before we record, and just coming in and and you know, hearing your voice and getting ready to go. Yeah, you know, we and come in. Wolfie and gives and you a hug. And yeah, like yeah. It's just you know, it's just this, just just overwhelming welcoming demeanor and and it's it's definitely i'm gonna miss that i'm yeah. gonna miss that a lot i i, I don't get that at home <laughs> <laughs> patsy we gotta <laughs> talk buddy yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I can I can understand you know and 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 that's a comment that we've had too from you know people who didn't leave feedback or first time guests like wow I had a really lo- uh, you know I had a fun time you know Johnny's really great he, I I felt really welcome so you know it's it's g- y- you're gonna be missed you're you're truly gonna be missed
0: yeah it's like we definitely have a, a void to fill without you
2: on the show well you got you guys can have your cats on. Oh,
0: yeah. Actually, we, uh, we did an episode of The Dorkening a couple of weeks ago, and yep. I, had, uh, I had Zombie, and I held her up to the, the screen because uh, she, she was in my room, where, which is now our studio, or getting there, on the computer, and I was out in the living room because we were getting feedback because we didn't have any equipment. So she was using, like, the condenser mic that we have, and I was using uh, my phone. And like I had the cat, and I held the cat right up to the, <laughs> the and her eyes were glowing. Yeah, <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> she
1: didn't think it was awesome. <laughs>
0: uh, with cats, you can't tell. You can't tell, but
1: um, d- uh, yeah, you can. She
0: was doing that really aggressive purring sound that she likes to do. Uh huh. Yeah. The
2: th- the thing I'm learning is I should do like, uh, I should I should do. What are the audio tapes where people fall asleep to? Like, that's what I'm learning. Meditation (laughs) tapes? (laughs) Yeah. You're getting sleepy. Take a deep breath. Which, of
0: course, reminds me of The Simpsons when they're at Rancho Relaxo or whatever. Everything reminds you of The Simpsons. All is well. All is well. All is well. (laughs) Turn tape over! Yeah. (laughs) All is well. So. All right, we don't have any more feedback, but... I thought
1: we had one more. Was that it?
0: No, we got Skip, we got J-Mac, and we got the three uh, voicemails. Let me... It's entirely possible that something else came in since then. We got uh, Riku, we got Corny, we got Ian from Amalgamania, and... uh, I Think that's it. Let me just double check. Real Wait, quick. did
2: you guys get Cal Ripkin? We tried, <laughs>
0: but that w- which would have been great. <laughs> yeah, but
2: uh, anyone could have done
0: the voice. <laughs> that's true. And if I had thought about it, I, I would have like, <laughs> "Hello, this is Cal Ripkin." <laughs> I don't know if this is what Cal Ripkin sounds like. But <laughs> hello.
1: I'm surprised John Travolta didn't call it. Yeah,
2: I am too. I'm a little disappointed, actually.
0: <laughs> I wanted this to be like. Sincere nice. and 100% authentic. So uh, he might call into trick or treat radio. But, um, yeah, I think that's what I got. Uh, uh,
1: uh, this is riveting nope. radio. Good job, nope, Pastor.
0: I'm sorry. I was just making sure that it I didn't is forget all downhill from out. here.
1: We do not know how to go on without you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll 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 go to break.
1: Yeah, let's take a quick and we break. We we'll come back. We got some battle results. We got some closing statements. Yes, and some coming attractions.
0: Yes. So we'll be right back.
1: Hello. This is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot. But you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunchers.com. This is Emma. You're listening to Shodown Shedder. Hey, comic book fans, are you looking for a Comic-Con that has nothing but comic books? Well, there's only one place for you to go, and that'll be Terrific-Con, Connecticut's Terrific Comic-Con, happening at the Mohegan Sun Expo Center this August 9th through the 11th. Join us at Terrific-Con, where you'll see
6: nothing but comic book artists and writers, plus stars from your favorite comic book movies and TV shows. That's Terrific Con,
1: Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con. Nothing but comic books everywhere you look. For more information, go to terrificcom.com. Patrick Ray
6: Hall in the motherfucking
3: house. <laughs> Patrick Ray in the motherfucking house.
5: Patrick Wayhall in the motherfucking house. Patrick Wayhall in the motherfucking house. And
0: we are back. So the just animal, if right you're now. listening at home, remember that now I'm going to be the one producing. The so you're, you're going to be I hearing heard this heard. song a lot more. Nope. And I was just, ah, I just hit okay. myself in the tooth. <laughs> So you have to get really close to the microphone, and then I was, like, trying to adjust it, and it moved a little more than I thought it was going to do, and it, like, clocked me right in the chicklets. So uh, I was just telling Ash off air, like, before our niece gets too old, I want to have her just, like, record a bunch of stuff and then, like, use that as promos, too. Because, obviously, she's fucking adorable.
1: Yeah, she's all right.
0: You're yessing you're in the throwdown Thursday
1: cuter when she says it. it
0: it is way cuter when she <laughs> says it but that one clip took 15 minutes to get 15 minutes of audio just to get that little bit
1: well she's definitely related to you your family because that's true she doesn't have much of an attention span She
0: doesn't have an attention span but she <laughs> loves to talk so oh we could have a we could do like a becky lynch episode because she loves becky lynch I'm sure we could get her to talk about Becky Lynch. I'm I'm trying to set like the Guinness record for youngest podcast host or guest. Oh, we could get her our own show.
1: Okay, <laughs> so we had a battle.
0: We had a battle. Wolfie, and did you participate in the battle?
2: The I uh, am sorry, I did not.
0: It's okay. Uh, it was. Um,
1: oh,
2: if it's ahead, close, answers. I can give my. Uh,
1: it is It is not clear. Oh, no, like, okay, it okay, it yeah. was definitely a, a, a runaway vote. Um, so last week we threw down the Beware of the Shark. We asked which film has the best shark attack scene. And we also said to feel free to write honorable mentions in the comments. So you could choose from Jaws, Deep Blue Sea, Batman 66, or Sharknado and I feel like this is uh, no surprise Jaws one.
0: so I think what we should have done is we should have had people like whatever movie you voted on also vote for which specific shark attack because is it Chrissy is it Quint or Alex Kittner I know who no one would vote for Pippet no one would vote for Pippet. I did. I did uh, create a uh, short little Pippet parody of uh, Whippet. When a Great White came along, he ate Pippet. Thought his swimming game was strong. He ate Pippet. Pippet, good.
1: Okay. Yeah. So as far not as I'm not as good as my ode go, to Wolfie
0: poem though.
1: Jason Ellsworth of Majama said, oh, "Open that's Water right. three.
0: And I've the been watching... cage dive scene. I've been watching Open Water 1 and 2. Well, no, it's not the cage dive scene. It's cage dive is the... Uh, I think the subtitle of the movie. Cause oh. It, it, each one of these has a different... Like, the first one, like, the people didn't surface in time. And the boat took off without them because they were like, Oh, we're missing two air tanks. And... There's some people that I don't remember seeing get back on the boat. Ah, it's probably fine. We'll leave. And the second one was people are a bunch of jerks, and everybody jumped into the water. And for some reason, the boat's not anchored, first of all. And they were like, oh, we also didn't put the, the ladder down. So I jumped in the water with the girl who has panic attacks just being around water. She had to put her life jacket on 500 yards from even getting onto the dock. And then in the third one, they get hit by a rogue wave.
1: Um, So Maria Beth from Outright Geekery said that Jaws was a superior film, but Deep Blue Sea's story is superior, in my opinion.
0: I mean, that's—I can see where she's coming from, but
1: (laughs) I can see yes where she's coming from.
0: What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) Ha ha. So the Ballad of the Seven Dice podcast said Avalanche Sharks had a fantastic one where the ghost spirit sharks teleported into a hot tub to eat two people and it was never explained or done again for the rest of the movie.
0: That was a really good scene.
1: And Oily Maniac said Last Shark, Aka Great White, 1981
0: or Zombie, 1979. The zombie scene, I don't... I don't consider that much of a shark attack. Um, It's a hell of a scene where the zombie fights the shark. Well, the zombie, I believe it bites his arm off. But, like, the zombie's trying to eat him. So, I I mean, that's a hell of a scene. I know you haven't seen that film yet. No, I haven't. But it's so good.
1: So, obviously, I'm assuming you voted for Jaws.
0: I voted for Jaws. Yeah. So
1: I voted for Jaws as well. However, I do wanna comment that the chainsaw scene in Sharknado
0: yeah, is pretty freaking great. Where he leaps forward and chainsaws, just, like, chainsaws the
1: thing. Like that that was pretty I mean, like obviously it's just completely bonkers, but um, yeah, I, I thought that was really good. I like that. I like it a lot. Yeah,
0: I I I, I, I
1: or when, like, the shark eats him and then he comes out of the shark with a chainsaw.
0: Yeah. Or the, the Tara reed- you know, is uh, entering the atmosphere inside the shark while pregnant and, like, gives birth inside the shark. I think that was, like, the fourth one?
1: I, I don't know. They all just kind of, like, meld into one movie at this point.
0: But, yeah, that was... every Every shark movie has a good shark attack. And if we're being honest... Um, In the entire Sh- Jaws pantheon, probably the best attack is uh, at the beginning of Jaws the Revenge when it kills Sean and sinks his boat. Because it, like, set a trap for him.
1: It's a trap. So. So what do we have coming up?
0: What do we have coming up? So, next week, um, we have an interview with Derek Herbert, who directed the supremely, supremely entertaining and thought-provoking and uh, heart-string-tugging To Helen Back Kane Hodder documentary.
1: It was... So, If obviously, if you're a horror fan, it's definitely worth checking out. It's a... A great story um, and they have some great interviews from some excellent horror actors and, and even icons. Um, but if you're just a fan of documentaries, I highly suggest you also check it out because it is so well put together. Uh, it flows really well. Like I said, the interviews and just the, the overall story is just so well done. Uh, at, at times, I have, I, I had tears in my eyes at times. Yeah, there, just, there are I, a couple I, I of I scenes where it's I couldn't even. Um, but no, I I'm a huge fan of the Friday the Thirteenth f- franchise. I love Jason Voorhees, and Kane Hodder is one of my favorite Jasons. He really stepped out and put like a a face to the character. You know, he does the conventions. He's very great with just very good with with fans. Um, We've had a couple of great interaction interactions with him. Yeah. Uh, Actually, our last interaction with him. I don't quite know how we got on the topic, but uh, obviously I work in the sciences. His one of his sons works in the sciences and he just we we were talking about. He asked what we
0: did for a living. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you know, we were just we were just talking about that. He was talking about his kids and it's probably one of the coolest interactions I've ever had with anybody at a convention.
0: Yeah, it, it um, was a, it was great.
1: So, you know, knowing, you know, having those interactions with him and then now knowing what I know after seeing this documentary, I have so much more respect for him. Like I had a lot to begin with, but he has truly been to hell and back and the yeah, fact the that shit he is, that he went through. You know, the fact that he is such a humble person, you know, on top of everything, is just, it's just it, – it's. do yourself a favor. It is streaming right now on Amazon Prime, so it's not even – it's like a couple hours – it's um, An hour and a half. Yeah, well, I don't know why. I think I don't know why you it's keep longer. because you
0: watched it in like chunks. Yeah, I, I had to watch like it. You in paused shifts, it so and then like took a shower and then came back,
1: cried a little. Um, yeah, you, might, you might
0: even say that Kane Hodder is the Johnny Wolfenstein of the movie business.
1: I mean, he he might be.
2: He's bootylicious as well.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> if we ever
0: get him on. That that, that may be a getting into character question. Do you consider yourself bootylicious? <laughs> you might just hang up with us and leave.
1: Yeah, I I would. Yeah. And he also so we're we have this great interview with Derek, Derek Herbert, Dennis Herbert. Um, he also Derek has Dennis a Dennis Herbert, Derek Dennis. That's what I said.
0: Oh, I thought you just called him Dennis.
1: No, I said Derek Dennis Herbert. I d-
0: my headphones are not. I don't know why I'm wearing them because I can't hear from them. I I,
2: I hope this isn't a a portent of things to come. Oh, God.
0: I'm already
3: (laughs) screwing everything
2: up. You bring your own adapter and your headphones don't work. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. (laughs) What have I done?
3: Um, A move in Maryland with Wolfie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. You can put
1: him out. House. Uh, <laughs> Ash his. is like, please, I'll <laughs> I'll pay for
2: him. <laughs> no, I'm
1: he can he can keep Aussie company. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I wouldn't wish that on anybody.
0: Uh, <laughs> you signed up for this. Yeah, I know. Don't remind me.
1: Um, this is why I drink. Um, so he also. Produced a film that just recently came out called "There Inside." Yes, and we're going to be talking to him regarding that as well. So uh, definitely check out to Helen Back, and if you have the opportunity to check out "There Inside" before our episode next week, definitely do that. But if not, we don't give away any spoilers. But it may make you really excited to see it.
0: Yes, it was. Uh, it was a really fun interview, and it was one of our best getting into character uh
1: it was very moment. Su- yeah, it was very surprising. We kinda bonded a little bit and it was fantastic. Um we are also going to be at Terrificon down uh, the in the seventh, con- eighth, and ninth. The ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Of- what the hell is the
0: seventh <laughs> e- I don't know what <laughs> When, uh,
1: uh, sh- 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 I'll just sit here and sh- sh- look sh- sh- pretty Shush sh- sh- your pretty little face um, So we're going to be at Terrificon at Mohegan Sun Down in Connecticut August 9th, 10th, and 11th
0: The 7th and 8th will be at work
1: Yes, 7th so and 8th will be you can at work come see We'll it. be appearing like you at could, work You could go to Mohegan Sun and gamble for a couple of days And then, you know Then we can hang out But um, yes, Terrific Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, August 9th, tenth, and eleventh. We will be there. You should come down too. There's going to be some great comic book artists there. I know you were supremely excited to meet with the Jim Infinity. Starlin. Yeah, uh, the, the Jim Infinity Starlin, War, Ron guys. Lim.
0: Um late breaking news. I have breaking I wish I had a breaking news sounder, but um I do. Oh, play that. We I just, just have to look for it. Well, you you got a minute, you know, because we have uh, we have a. uh, All right. I got it. There we go. To you, Patsy. Breaking news. We just got just now another voicemail for Wolfie from our good buddy that we mentioned earlier justin cooper so i'm gonna send this over to you wolfie so you can have it and coop with a c coop with a c no not h e there (laughs) we go i'm trying to like type and also spell correctly and that ain't i i ain't word good
2: (laughs) that ain't word good all right let's see All right. I got something here from you, Patsy. Oh, sweet. All right. I can play it now.
5: Yes.
4: Hi, Throwdown Thursday. This is Coop calling, and I just wanted to say a very special thank you to Johnny Wolfenstein, uh, the backbone of the show, and uh, he's just been fantastic. The man with the velvet voice. uh, You'll truly be missed. Um, Thank you for everything that you've done, and uh, especially uh, for the Throwdown
2: Thursday podcast. You're fantastic, and good luck, sir. Thank you so much, Coop. Quick, right to the point, like it. Yeah, very succinct.
0: Yes, I have to let him know later on that he just made it in, oh just boy. made it in on the
2: on time. I shouldn't have given you that pun book I gave to you. Oh boy! Not that you need any help. That's, <laughs> to be fair. honestly,
0: that wasn't even <laughs> intentional. Like I think I'm just <laughs> wired for that now. Um. So yes. Um. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, what we have—we'll co- be at Terrificon. It's a terrific. It's, it's a terrific, terrific con.
2: con. Wait,
0: you have to say it's Terrificon, like like in the ad. Yeah, like the guy. Well, it's I the most shrill I, voice. I don't have any access <laughs> to helium, at least not at the moment. I don't know who that is, but he sounds very excited to do yes. to do Terrificon. It, yes, um, but yes, we'll be at Terrificon all day—not the seventh, eighth, and ninth, but the ninth, tenth, and eleventh. <laughs> I don't know what the 7th, 8th, and 9th is. I know those numbers go in order, but...
3: I <laughs> They're days. I don't was that working. when... I think
2: that's when Scarecon was. Uh, yeah, it was 7th, 8th, and 9th Scarecon. There, that's, there we go. That's the what ska- you're thinking.
0: Yes, so we'll be at Scarecon 7th, <laughs> 8th, and 9th.
2: So if you can... <laughs> you have a time machine.
0: Uh, we'll be there two months ago.
2: If you have 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs>
0: um, but the 9th, 10th, and 11th, we'll be at Mohegan Sun... Uh, representing the Dorkening. Representing trick or treat. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If you want, I mean, sure. <laughs> trick
0: or treat Thursdays,
1: Throwdown Radio. Oh my God, it is all oh downhill from Christ. here. Right, It's been a lovely last episode. I will be
0: producing from... Uh, <laughs> well, it's not the last episode. Well, I'm looking at... He's got trick or treat radio up on two different <laughs> screens. Three, Three, four. really. <laughs> yeah, but it says trick or treat radio, and underneath that it says trick or treat radio, and underneath that it says trick or treat radio all in different colors. Then you look over
2: at the other See, screen. See, now you know my true uh, point. I, it's just trying to get it to seep into everything that everyone does.
0: See, now I'm going to be like, oh, thanks for joining thanks. us <laughs> <laughs> on Trick or Treat <laughs> Radio. See you
2: tomorrow <laughs> on Trick or Treat <laughs> Radio. Oh, Christ. <laughs>
0: uh death taxes and Throwdown Thursdays. <laughs> so, we will be there representing Throwdown Thursday yes. yes, as because, part because of the darkening.
1: Because that's, that's our podcast. I'm
0: super, super hoping that Deadly Grounds is there because we need to stock up.
1: We do. Um, we bought some at Scaricon. And
0: we've been that was June flying 7th, 7th, through and that. Yes.
1: And um, yeah, we're we're pretty much almost out at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we drink it all the time. Like, I don't generally like hot coffee, but I've been and drinking a lot of hot coffee.
1: Drink hot coffee but yet you really prefer this stuff hot and I don't like flavored coffees but yet I can't get enough of their Witch's Brew which is a chocolate raspberry oh the Witch's Brew I just tried coffee. that one the other
0: day and it's so good right? like, I've been drinking like, the almond I'm, I'm and the obsessed. chocolate cherry um, so yeah we'll be there uh, we have another uh, big uh, interview in a couple weeks for a, a movie that's coming out uh, on uh, August 6th, it drops, called Derailed. Um, so we have an interview for that. And then we have a uh, big guest tying into... Uh, we're not going to announce who it is yet, but we have a big guest coming up
1: that ties into, into a, a big, movie a that big we movie really want to yeah. see.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, so
1: that's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. Um, and we've got a lot of stuff. You know, we are... You know, we're a little overwhelmed, you know, and we're hoping soon to just be whelmed <laughs> just because we've got a lot coming up and there's a complacently lot
1: complacently whelmed
0: that we need um, to learn.
1: Yeah. So we just want to thank everyone for sticking with us so far and hope that you continue to stick with us. And uh, we promise we will have the kinks worked out as soon as possible. Not that then we're kink shaming. <laughs> I mean, like, we want to be a little kinky, but not, like, a lot of kinky, you
0: know. We we will also, um, we're going to be posting a lot more stuff on the website. Like, we just went to a really fun uh, event this past weekend put on by BMG Events, Halloween in the summer. You can read all about that. Uh, we posted that. We've got uh, some, some new filmmaker friends that uh, we have featured a little bit last year on our Rock and Shock episode. But there's a lot. uh, We have a lot
3: of
1: opportunities. There's a lot of stuff in the works. And I swear to God, guys, it's going to be so much fun. So we cannot wait for you guys to come along this ride with us. We guaranteed you will be entertained.
0: Oh, yes. If nothing else, you may not be informed, but you will definitely be entertained. (laughs) You might not learn anything, but... uh and I have a sweet as hell science fact for next week that Riku sent me, so Riku already knows what it is. But yeah, I've got a great science fact, and you've got a new wine fact coming next week. Um, we're going to be embarking on some some adventures that'll be tied into the podcast. So we've we've got a lot coming. Um, you know, Wolfie won't be along for the ride, but we've got to fill that void somehow. And so we're just going to fill it uh, mostly with alcohol <laughs> and sleep deprivation. But
2: uh, well, that's the way to do it, I guess. I mean, <laughs> not that I approve of either,
1: but I hey, mean, you know, it's, it's not the most productive way no. to deal with it. But, you know, whatever gets you through the night.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, finally finish my uh, my voodoo doll of, of Wolfie that we <laughs> talked about earlier. Yes. And we're going to have whiskey together and he's going to be Johnny Drinkenstein.
2: Oh, dude. Don't feed me whiskey. I don't need no, 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 no. to feel I'll drunk.
0: A, I'm, not, pfft, I'm not giving it to no boo <laughs> I'm not wasting it on a doll. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you smell like booze all the time. <laughs> um,
2: uh, I do want to take, uh, before you guys close out the show, I want to take an opportunity to uh, thank you guys for, you know, like this has been a fun ride. And, uh, you know, obviously I've, if it weren't for you guys, I would just be doing my own shows. Well, now I am after this episode, but you know, I have uh, three shows, and you know, for a while I was producing seven podcasts, uh, two of, only two of which were my own at the time, and you know, it, and it, it was a way to kind of keep keep my chops and and work on stu- something that wasn't just what I was doing. And you got you guys also helped, you know, like you know, uh, full transparency to. Ha- help pay for the studio to allow me to do it because you know that that's just sort of the the, the way the way things worked out so I, I appreciate that i appreciate you guys being along for the ride and um you know i was you guys won an award and i and that you know like we talked about awards and i uh, how i feel about them but but i think that that was it was so cool to see you guys win like that was sort of like i almost was happier for you guys winning because I I was just I felt like a source of pride of seeing you guys sort of like grow from the early days. I remember, I you know I will say I remember it started a little rough. It really did.
0: <laughs> Jesus. I was not. I thought I was prepared and I was <laughs> not prepared at all.
2: Not not that it was bad, uh, but you know you guys got some feedback pretty pretty early on that was like. This is this isn't you know this is wrong this is you know like uh, I think it was Oily Maniac it yeah was, it
0: was talking about Godzilla I I got a lot of Godzilla yeah, stuff wrong yeah and
2: in you my know what opening episode <laughs> and that that shit happens you know like not everyone can be an expert on all things and you guys run the gamut from you know in pop culture like from Godzilla to Jaws to Game of Thrones you know to Disney characters and anime and whatever else like you guys run it all you can't be experts on everything but you guys are able to provide week in and week out enough information to keep people interested and then if they want to find out more they can absolutely you give them the resources to do or the direction to go in and you know I think I think that's that's pretty cool that you guys are able to do that and you know I mem- remember when you guys pitched the idea to me I I, th- I thought it was going to be more of the battles. I thought that was going to be the show, and I was like, "Well, it's a cool idea," but I think what you guys ended up doing ended up being more valuable to keep the show uh, going because I think if it just came down to battles, it might not uh, have been as fun for you guys, and you may not have gotten into the doing um, interviews and and stuff like that, you know. So I think that you guys found your niche. I feel like. I mean, I, I may have helped steer the ship a little bit, but you guys found your voices, you know? So, uh, you know, and seeing you guys win that award, I just want to say that I'm proud of you guys and I'm happy that you guys are going to continue on and I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do from here on out.
0: Well, I appreciate that. That means a lot, especially coming from somebody like you.
1: We have nothing but the utmost respect for you. And because of of you we have the confidence to continue forward mm-hmm. you know we we had the confidence to start this thing you know and and i'm I'm sorry, I don't mean to no you know, um we're gonna miss you like you know it's 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 been fun, it's been a lot of fun, and yeah. we wish you nothing but the best and I mean it's going to be a strange journey to continue without you yep. um, but you know I mean we're still friends so we're still going yeah. like, to keep in touch and stuff no, it's not you- like you're going anywhere super far but right. but you know it's just you've been part of this creative journey with us so far and it's going to feel a little weird to, to continue on without you but because of your guidance and you know your your um Support. Yeah, just you know, your your support and your friendship, you know, we we feel that we can do this without you mm-hmm. um, knowing that if we have any questions or whatnot that you'll still be there. So yeah, yeah. you know, we, we can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for us and you know, will continue to still do for for us the show. The show won't be the same.
2: No, yeah, it's, defil-
0: it's definitely gonna be different.
2: Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully it's better, or 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 not necessarily better, but hopefully you guys just continue to grow because that's what it's all about. And you know, uh, if 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 I may offer, like, you know, just I don't know if it's like to make you guys feel not not say better, but you know, like my journey was starting out. Everybody was on Skype on Chocotree Radio. That was my first show that I did. We were all in different locations on Skype. The sound was terrible. Now, I didn't have the equipment that I have now to make it sound better. I can make people on Skype sound better than I used to. But then e- the next step was to create a studio, have everyone in the same room at the same time. And from there, just continue to grow. So it, it was like we went through four or five different... F- I think this will be our fifth like kind of major like, like change. Like iteration? Yeah. And and i think if anything it it can freshen things up a little bit because i think that and i'm not saying you guys did but it's easy to get complacent and to just continue to do the same thing because it's comfortable you know uh i guess one analogy i'll say is uh, you know and this is kind of like something that that's very fresh for me is is when people are nearby you kind of like take them for granted because not not say take them for granted but you take the fact that you can see them for granted, so you know it'll be like, oh like you know we, we you know we're doing something. we have plans to do something else we're you know we 'll see them again, you know, like just thinking of like you know because we 've gotten like offered plans and things like that, but if we have something else to do that's closer, maybe we 'll choose that, but when you move away, it makes you realize shit like <laughs> you know like. Uh, we're not going to be able to be closer, so you have to make those arrangements to 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 make things happen. So, I th- it's kind of a, a long, uh, uh, you know, kind of way to to say that. You know, I think that it can be easy to rely on people being nearby or things being near, and then you don't have to worry about it. But I think that you know, at this point, now you guys have control of everything, you know, and you can do. Uh, whatever you want. Obviously, I would try to, try to, you know, do my best. But sometimes, like if you guys had a lot of uh, audio and stuff like that, I might not be able to have the time to get it all ready or something like that. But now there's no boundaries. It's all all on you guys. It's all mm-hmm. on your skill set. So from here on out, you can do whatever you want, and you can be creative. And you know, I created a template. And you guys fit in that template and we can make changes here and there as, as as we're able. But now you guys have you can throw that template out the window, you can do whatever you want to do. If you like the way it's it's been, just keep it going the same way. But you guys have that ability now to do whatever you want. And it's like, you know, you guys have all the the, the colors to paint with as, as opposed to just uh, you know, kinda painting between between the lines of, of you know, like a Uh, coloring book you know so now you can do whatever you want
0: well it's it's funny because there are there are things that it's like oh i'd like to learn how to do this but i really don't have the time and like you were saying like wolfie does it so i don't need to worry about it so you know no big deal but now it's you know it's kind of it's not so much throwing me in the water and hoping that i can swim it's throwing me off a cliff and hoping i can fly
1: it's it's (laughs) baptism by fire yeah
0: But I mean, there are are also things that like, it's like, oh, I'd like to do this, but like, I'm not going to ask that of Wolfie. Like, you know, you know, similar to the the, the trick or treat radio promo, you know, where it's like all these different things from various shows. It's like, oh, I'm not going to have Wolfie go through all these different shows and like, oh, yeah, pick out some stuff and put together a montage and it sound nice. Put it over a nice theme song and. No, I'm not going to do that. because, But now, you know, maybe I give give that a shot. Maybe yep. I, I yeah, try absolutely. to make a cool montage or something.
2: Yep.
1: You just like saying montage. <laughs>
2: we need a montage. <laughs> Everyone needs a montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Yeah, his his was the best. But So I'm excited to see what you guys do next. And I, I know you guys are going to continue to do great things. And obviously, we'll, you know, like the next time... For sure. Uh, well, obviously, I'll probably see you guys the next couple of days. But aside from that, you know, I'll be up for Rock and Shock, and uh, I know, I know that's kind of like home base for a lot of us to just yeah. kind of go and and convene and hang out. So you know, like I'll, uh, if we weren't doing the show, I'll probably see you guys just as much. <laughs> you know, before we were doing the show, that is.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's it's yeah, again, it's going to be a change. It's going to be different you know not better or worse it's going to be it's going to be different but you know we're going to have to again fill the void of uh, not having you there so you know we're going to we're going to do our very best is yep. i guess
2: that's all you can do and then yeah. continue to improve on that that's that you know that's that's the thing cuz it in it, it, you know i think the listeners out there understand that you guys are are doing Sort of a new, uh, you know, this is kind of a new thing for you guys. And obviously, I know you've been you've been learning, and I'm sure you guys are going to do great. But there may be some stumbling blocks along the way. But then you guys are going to learn, and then who knows? Maybe you'll help other people, and you'll spread the word, and other people will make podcasts because you can pass that on, you know? So you guys are, are in a, a cool position, I
1: think. I will say this, that it's very difficult having microphones in the house and not... Like taking one of them and running around the house pretending to be Jem from Jem and the Hologram. I mean,
0: you totally because like could. my well, I mean, like my yeah. inner
1: child's like, oh my god, play with this, and then my inner adults like, don't you play with that? That's expensive equipment. <laughs> so I mean, this, the totally struggle could. is real. Yeah, this, exactly. The struggle is real.
0: But I don't know I,
1: it's been fun. Yeah, it's yeah. been fun, and
0: we're gonna miss you, but. That'll just, you know, make all the times that, you know, you do come out here and, you know, maybe we take a ride down there. I mean, we are hoping to make it to Florida next year to go to Universal and Disney. Maybe nice. we make a little stop on our way down because we are driving. Yep. Maybe we could swing by and say hi.
2: Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Or maybe we bring you back a little something from uh, Star Wars Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Galaxy's yeah. Edge, yeah. Yeah. I didn't re- I didn't remember what show I was on earlier. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you're not going to remember the the theme park you want to yeah. go to.
0: Yeah. I think it's D- DOSNY.
2: DOSNY. <laughs> it's I like forget. a rat. A hamster?
0: Uh, I think it's like some kind of a like computer programming language. Park. DOSNY. DOSNY. Yeah. <laughs> so I think with that being said,
5: Yep.
1: We We will see see you next next Thursday.